Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello! Hello! Hello. For one more time. I know, we're all a little melancholy today. Who's gonna gonna introduce the last pod? Aw, who wants to do it? You just take it away. Welcome to the finale episode of Love Island Series 7. Oh, it's bittersweet, isn't it? Because yes. you always get to the end of a season and you're like, okay, I'm, I feel like I've juiced everything out of what I can get from these people and they're starting to get bored. But, I mean, I didn't expect to cry as much as I have in the last, <laughs> in the last few days. Um, I know, you know, at the beginning, I think everyone was talking about how this wasn't a really good group of islanders and everything, but... Looking back, like our f- top five couples, even including Jake and Lib, all touched me in their own unique way. Yeah, yeah. And I talked shit about all of them at one point, but right. I still, I still like them all. None of them were together the whole way through. They all mm. had like big blips, which I don't think normally happens. Mm. Our top four couples all, in some way, got fucked up by Casa More, which is right. really interesting. Yeah. I mean that. I think at the time we thought that was the turning point of this season. Everything yeah, and, just went. Everything just back. went to shit, didn't it? It came full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amazing. Rory, how did you feel about the order of of the final, mm, the final votes? I, I would have definitely switched Faye and Teddy and Kaz and Tyler. I was really surprised that absolutely Kaz and Tyler didn't come third. Um, I'm not surprised. Million Liam won. I would have liked Chloe and Toby to win, but they were my two top, you know, there was a, a, a slither between them. But for me, Chloe and Toby just had the edge. Speaking of uh, Kaz and Tyler, um, do we think the show did them dirty? So yesterday, in yesterday's episode, the, the penultimate, and it gave us the final, uh, like the final number and the couple's picture of like who you want to vote for. Kaz and Tyler's picture... Well, they were like backlit. You yes. couldn't even see their face. It was such oh, an awful really? photo yeah. of them. It was it like it was really weird. It was kind of as if they were done dirty, as if I mean, they, the producers are, there didn't are, want them to win. There are conspiracies on Twitter of exactly that. Really, that, that they've I mean had been done dirty. I mean, and actually, this has been part of my sort of like. Tyler forgiveness program that I've been on for the last few weeks. <laughs> I'm kind of that... feeling that way too. I feel <laughs> yeah. bad for some things I said about Tyler and feeling me, like he wasn't genuine. Me too. And actually, I think him and Kaz are a really sweet couple. And I think of this crop, they could be one of the longest lasting, actually. Do you know what changed my mind about Tyler? And we'll get into this. But meeting his parents affirmed for me that he was a good guy. Because oh, yeah. I initially thought he was a good but guy kind of felt like he had been playing games in the villa so i wasn't sure if it was all a game but Mm. it really did cement it for me that tyler is just kind of like 
a cheesy goofball on sure. camera, but that doesn't mean he's playing a game. And he is a genuine guy. Also, like we all know at this point, the Islanders know at this point that winning is nice. It's nice to earn to get a twenty-five 50K. grand, but 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 it, it's the the prize is being on the show. Right, the prize is like yeah, yeah, the prize is sure. yet to come. And so, leaving with so even deals, if the yeah. producers did kind of like want you know did fix it, so for whatever reason, Kazan Tyler didn't win or didn't come get highly placed. Now, like this can't, they can't affect their future, and like no. who's going to pick them up and who's going to give them contracts, and so it's like let the real games begin. Do you think that Millie might end up being one of the most successful Islanders ever? Yes, yes. I think she's going to be up there with success wise, like money wise. I think she's going to be up there, but it does seem like this season in general got a little less attention than previous seasons. So I wonder if that's going to affect the staying power of them. Um, but anyway, uh, save that for the award ceremony later. All right. right. Yeah. Save yes. that thought. I mean, I guess, I guess the difference between like someone like Millie and Molly May is that Molly and Tommy were a really good brand together. And, you know, he's quite relevant still in boxing, but she, well, not really. He well, hasn't really, he's relevant he, in he, as much as he has he, his, he has his own lane basically. Is what yeah, I'm saying. But the one difference is that I think Millie's way more lovable than Molly May. Mm. Way more. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I mean, all she's going to do is get her phone back and she's going to see the way ASOS and Pretty Little Thing and all of these companies have just been like stanning her on their Twitter feeds for the last yeah. <laughs> for the last three months, two months. All right, should we get into the recap? It's not much of a recap. I think we should. What do you think about Brexit? What, what's that? She paid money for those lips and she fucking did well. Like, I am having funny flutters, I'm not even talking. Across the pond, across the pond, across the pond, across the pond. I would come back here, tell you that I loved you. I'm buzzing off it. It'll be interesting to see if she is our mouth or not. I'm not even sorry, he's fucking fit. I am completely loyal. Childish monkey! Message! So, we're going to start with Sunday night, episode 56, our penultimate episode. Liam, what did you call this episode? I call this episode, this is for you, Rory. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Here I am. Here I am at Camp Granada. Marge, just Lisa at Camp Granada. There you go. It's an old family joke between me and Rory, which is from The Simpsons, and I knew he'd appreciate that, that one. That we had on Very DVD, so it was one that we watched. <laughs> no, I don't do this to the audience now. I do it for Rory. Yeah. I do it for Roy to laugh. I'm, I'm the toughest critic. Yeah. So the episode starts with the Islanders memorializing Jake and Lib. They do one jump <laughs> in the pool for them to celebrate. And then Chloe gets a text. They are going Bing. on a date. Hashtag Chloe in Wonderland. It's Chloe's first ever date. Yes, I thought that was so strange. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I get because when she came in, she invited all of them on a date. So it wasn't really a date. She hasn't like sat down for like a romantic meal with one other person. Why did they never send Chloe and Toby on a date? Yeah, and you know what? Millie and Liam got like multiple dates, I'm pretty sure. I, well, they like to send on dates when like there's some drama brewing. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, but... Uh, I suppose there was drama between them. I don't know. I, I guess. I guess it's like 
the producer it must be a producer trick to like get the producers want like to elicit something and they're not getting it from the islanders mm. so they like then i guess they like have to send them on a date and it's like right talk nothing but this drama that happened okay go mm. whereas yeah. they know that toby and chloe are going to do this themselves they don't really need an artificial setting as to like talk about the drama i guess i sure i guess the date was funny. It, it, it was funny that last time we were talking about how everyone wanted them to have like a ball pit fun yeah. kids date. <laughs> and this, I mean, this definitely wasn't that, but it was very playful. Oh, it, was very them, all these yeah. it was along yeah. the, the same lines. I mean, I'm sure we all saw memes of like Clovey, uh, last Clovey's final date is a kid's party. Yeah. yeah. A teddy bear's picnic. I like this date more than the others because they owned their shit on their date. They didn't like... Liam and Millie, Tyler and Kaz, Faye and Teddy, although Faye and Teddy did, but the other two didn't talk about Catherine more. They didn't talk about the fuck up very much. Whereas Chloe at one point literally listed all the boys that Toby had been with on the day. And they're just like, actually, you know, that was our journey and we're here now because of it. So like, mm-hmm. let's own it. Let's not pretend it didn't happen. They also talked about her first voice note, which I, I loved. They keep um, on doing it. I saw it on unseen bits. Yeah, because, you know, it's just so funny to think about everybody's first impression with of Chloe. And yeah. I think we shook off that impression really quick, but a lot mm. of the public I don't I don't think they really did. No, they didn't they didn't like Chloe even with the whole Hugo recoupling thing at that point. They were Yeah, I know. They I know. still we weren't were, really sold on Chloe. We were, we were ahead of the curve. We, we were ahead of the curve. Yeah, totally. And then they finished the date by talking about how they're proper meant for each other. Aww. It was so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Liam and I were both just saying, like, we'll be so happy. Like we said, we liked all the couples. Our ranking would have been Chloe, Millie, Liam, Kaz Tyler. Kaz, Tyler, Faye, Teddy. But, you know, we like all the couples, but we're just really hoping that Chloe and Millie and Liam stay together. Hey, I mean, look at Sean's niece and Luke T. Yeah, they, you never they, know. They were- they were runner-up, and now they're look at them. There's also a lot of random couples that in Love Island history that have stayed together. So I'm excited to see if we get any of those this season. But, I mean, a lot right. of our small couples have already broken up. But um, wow. but, but then on the the other side of that, there's always like the Jack and Danny type that seem perfect, and then two weeks later they're broken up, and it's like what what was so different about like your relationship in the house as opposed to? I mean to- that that would have been Jake and Lib, but they just got there a bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I do think going out is a you know a unique challenge in its own, and that's all they talk about in this final episode with Laura. You know, it must be it must be fucking scary actually. Like shit, I've been in this like make-believe land for eight weeks where I've just been in the sun every day and now I've got to go back and they're going to be like it's going to be grey there are going to be people with cameras and I'm going to have to go on this morning and talk to oh and you're getting like attacked by paparazzi probably it's probably very intense but me and Emily we you know our situation wasn't completely 100% different to Love Island you know we met each other on a ship not real life but then obviously obviously there were challenges when we left but it was I I we still had the same feelings. We but still loved each other. But I don't think we other. had the challenge of newfound fame. I think that's yeah, no, like right. the for sure. key yeah. challenge for, for sure. these people. But that when there's exactly. two people who seem like they're in love and like really compatible, and then a month later they're split up, it's like what? I mean, what was so different? Maybe, What's happened? Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Sean Nice and Luke T and Paige and Finn are still together because their season wasn't as kind of 
people weren't as obsessed the with season. them. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're not and they're not in the press a huge amount compared to like Molly and Moore or whatever. Totally. Oh, one other moment I want to bring up from this day is when they're all going to bed. Sorry, I'm jumping back into the episodes very suddenly. Um, is when Liam tries to scare Millie and yeah, she throws she the water knew. on his face. That was yes. so funny. I love that moment. So good. Oh, wait, can I just say, Chloe was going to go get her master's degree tonight. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> it, I think it just means, like, really, really bang. Yeah. <laughs> go an, an all-out bang. An unadulterated bang. I think there, yeah. I think the covers were probably off. That's oh, why actually, we didn't see it. It actually took me about 30 seconds. I, I thought... Oh, good for her. She probably doesn't need to get a master's degree. She's going to get like, you know, she's going to get loads <laughs> of jobs. And I was like, oh, she's going to bang right, Tony. Yeah, she's going to graduate. I'm that yeah. thick moment of the week. <laughs> thick moment of the week. I mean, if what better time to earn that coveted award than this week? Mm. Sure. The next day, the families enter. Oh. I will. I will say, it, I got very emotional watching these people get yes. to see their families and not so be able I. to hug them. It, yeah, it yeah. made me feel so sad. Like to imagine that happening to me. Yeah, oh. it must be so. Yeah, it must be so difficult. Also, I, I really felt for the parents meeting their uh, prospective daughter or yes. son-in-law. And not ha- not be able to you like can't give a reassuring hug. hug. Oh god! Like, yeah, it'd be so uncomfortable. That the the hug, or the handshake, or whatever, is kind of the the, the sort of like palate cleanser. It kind of like mm. you know it, it, yeah, it is, is yeah, the sort an, of icebreaker. Ice yeah, and totally. you can't break the ice. You just have to be like, hey. They they were all really like, no, we did really like you. Honestly, like honestly, we think you're lovely. Because they couldn't yeah. have that sort of, yeah, you know, that exactly. contact. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I was thinking back to when I met your guys' parents and like how uncomfortable I would have been if I had to be like, hi, from hi six from feet a away. Distance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable. So Liam's mom and dad and Millie's mom and sister are the first to enter the villa. I love that Liam's mom and dad, all the dad, all the boys' parents like grill them about Casa more. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, which I love seeing uh, these boys grovel in front of their moms about how they treated I women. Mean, I mean, it kind of shows the sort of like how men evolve. Not all, obviously, not all men are like this. Some men will stay pigs, <laughs> but it's like you can imagine these dads doing the same thing when they're when they're in their early twenties. But now they're old, they're older and wiser and have had kids. Yeah, they they must have watched their sons be like, son, you know. You're not going to find better than her, mate. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Because they've learned that lesson. But like, yeah, you kind of have to let the uh, kids make your, their own mistakes. I also loved Millie's family laughs at her about the piano. I, I love that. I feel like Millie felt good about her piano performance. And then people just keep making yeah. remarks to no, her. Oh, my it. God. No, but the, so, there are so many memes. I love them. I have love you seen the people memes, are making yeah. the meme of the one of Kaz and Tyler on a date? on their final date yeah. and Millie's in the background <laughs> but they, people have now done it so there's also Mary in the corner tap dancing <laughs> it's really funny yeah it really is next up Faye's sister and best friend join and Teddy's brothers arrived I loved Teddy's brothers I was obsessed yeah, I with yeah. them this is funny they seem I like mean, such a good group I did feel a bit, a bit bad for them because it was a little more awkward than the others because there wasn't the sort of tenderness of a parent present mm. you know it's for the others it was quite it was a bit of a different moment because you're meeting at least totally. one of the parents 
Whereas this is like, yeah, I, I just feel a little bad for them, but who knows why. Do we think um, Teddy's parents are like your parents? Maybe. Like, I'm they not coming come on in. that fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> it might be, but like travel is difficult at the minute. And if you've got to isolate for whatever reason, you go back to, I understand oh, yeah. why a lot of people couldn't get there actually. I was also wondering, like, with the ice, with the social distancing thing, I wonder if at first they were, like, trying to get all the families to come out and isolate, and they just realized it was too difficult, so they were like, mm. okay, fine, we'll just have to do a distance, because it just seemed really not ideal, but I totally get, like, I wouldn't want to go quarantine but for I mean, 10 days like, to hug my... But what about, like, a test, rapid test? We've all, we all get, like, we've all had to have, like, tests. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know what the rules are yeah. for Spain. I don't know if it's on a red list here, so, you know, I mm. sort of get it. So we have to talk about Teddy's brothers not being very positive about Faye. And mm. this is, okay, Faye and, like I've said, all the couples, I love all the couples now, but I do think Faye and Teddy are the most likely to break up. Sorry to all the Faye and Teddy lovers. Especially because no one in their circles seemed like that convinced that they were meant for each other, you know? Yeah, and none of the islanders did. So then they also talk about, <laughs> they have this funny moment where the brothers ring up Faye's explosions and Faye's like, I wasn't that bad. Ty's uh, brothers are like, no, it was really bad. Yeah. And I felt actually really bad for Faye, like when Faye and Teddy were being interviewed in the finale, Laura kept making jokes about her exploding Everyone who came into the villa, every perspective Faze had that wasn't in the villa with her has said something about her exploding and being crazy. And every time they say it, Faye, I feel like Faye looks really insecure and yeah. worried. And I'm like, oh, does Faye not realize no, she how does. explosive and she does? And up? hopefully next time that she's on the verge of exploding, she'll be like, last time this happened, everyone saw it and it was really embarrassing. This might be the thing that makes her learn, and then her and yeah, Teddy stay together. Exactly. Next up are Tyler and Kaz's families. Like I already said, Tyler's family was my favorite. They were yeah. so sweet. I loved his dad, um, and I loved him talking about how he kept screaming at the TV when when uh, Tyler was fucking up with Kaz. It was very sweet. I quote: "No one that came into Casa had anything on this girl." Boom. Exactly. Tyler's Boom. dad. Yes. Kaz's mom was also very sweet about how they're a great couple and they compliment each other. And then last up, we had Toby's mom and sis and Chloe's mom and sis. <laughs> Toby crying with his mom. Oh. I just loved everything about this. I loved... Uh, they, they need a sitcom with their families as well. I want to see Chloe's sister on next year's Love Island. I want to see... <laughs> I want to see more of Toby's sister. Okay, also, I'm pretty sure Toby's sister was wearing the same top that Millie wore when she was first in the villa, okay? <laughs> when Probably. Her, when his sister came in, I was like, oh, I really recognize that top. And then I'll try and confirm it if it's true. I'll post it on our Instagram because <laughs> then when they're showing us the recap tonight... It showed Millie like on her date with Liam for the first time, and I swear it was the same top. Uh, it was crazy. And Tony's I mean, mum's Irish. Mm, yeah, yeah. And like, I, there was no mention of that. And Chloe's uh, sister was almost auditioning with what she was wearing for next year. <laughs> and and I now utterly understand where Chloe's chaotic energy comes from, and it's straight from her mother. Oh, uh, <laughs> her mom! Her mom comes in and shouts right away. You've been iconic. Like, oh Damn right. God. See, I think that's actually like breaking a rule because I don't think parents are supposed to talk about 
the outside like that and giving them any idea of what's going on. Oh, really? she's like, I guess, but I, they're always like, you've done so well. We're proud I know, of you. But I love that Clay's always literally like, you're an icon. And then they all they all roasted her about how much sex they've been having, yes. which was also pretty good. Oh, I just couldn't get over Toby crying with his mom. It was so sweet. I know. All right, let's get into our final episode, the finale. <sighs> It's the final morning in the Love Island Villa. The boys make their final iced coffees for the girls. It's very momentous. <laughs> and, and Chloe was still having to tell Toby how to make it. Yeah. It literally was like three ice cubes, a bit of the sweet stuff and some whipped cream. <laughs> and soya milk. I love that she got non-dairy milk, but whipped cream. I, I know. Like, That's an interesting combo. I like it. Toby gets a text. Tonight they will be... Oh, Liam, what did you call this episode? Justin. Classic across the pod style. The very last time I get to say a title, she forgets, just plows through. I call this title, I call this episode, And now the end is near, and so we face the final curtain. That's not the name of an episode, that's just a song you've just sung. Yeah. So it was <laughs> Hello Mother. Hello Mother. <laughs> Like men at the end of their holiday, their all-inclusive package holiday, they'll do that. They'll get up and sing that at karaoke because old men love singing Frank Sinatra. I would have sung, it's coming home, it's coming <laughs> home. Ah. <laughs> oh, Wait, good, do we actually. think the Islanders still don't know that England got to the final? No, no because there are so many people that have gone in since. Yeah. Like Brett, Brett would have told them. By the way, did you see the video of, Brat, of Brett... Like, getting, dressed. getting dressed. What is this thing with men wearing pearls? I don't like it. I kind of do. I like that it's uh, breaking down gender norms, but I don't. Yeah, love no, it on fine. Brand. I just, I don't like anyone in pearls. This is my problem. The socks and sandals is a deliberate attempt to be like, that's right. I'm, I'm wearing yep. socks and sandals, and it's ugly. That's the statement. It's like, okay, yeah, okay, I, I, I could wear a, a bin liner and be like, yeah, it's a fucking bin liner. Got a problem? Like, yeah, you're in a bin liner. My thing is not even about the content of the TikTok. It's just like whenever I see something like that, for anyone listening, Brett made a really cringy <laughs> IG reel of him like slowly getting dressed in this outfit with like high-waisted well, vintage it was, style Well, it was the outfit that he, got, he was wearing when he got kicked out. And apparently like I wasn't the only person to comment on it. So he was like, for all you haters out there. Watch this. What I yep. what I think of more though, anytime I see online content like that, is the setup of creating that. Like that actually takes so much work, oh, yeah. and it just always cracks me up to think about this person spending all this time and. But careful that's what they have to do now. That's what that's what their time is for now. Yeah, you're right. He started now. his job. Um, where the fuck were we? Toby gets a text. They will be attending the summer Message. ball and learning to salsa. Hashtag <laughs> save the last dance. The Islanders do like a sweet little conga line in the bedroom. Yeah. The boys, he, the boys are actually this season, I've noted all the way through are very good dancers. Yes. They, Much better I than the girls. I thought this group in general was better than usual at this, at this challenge, if you could call it that. The boys have got rhythm. And then, okay... Let's talk. I'm 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 going for it. When they finally did the dance at the the prom, the ball, whatever they call it, these the boys were like a lift. Millie and Liam did a full dirty dancing lift, and Toby was like spinning Chloe around like crazy. It was, yeah. it was. I think I think maybe the best dance performance we've ever got in the finale. 
I'm just saying. Say, I'm, I'm not a world expert in Love Island finale <laughs> dance performances. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually going to be my dissertation title, but then I decided yeah. it. <laughs> the girls leave the villa for a spa day. Hashtag spa day. They don't. They put their feet in the pool of Casa Amor and wear pink dressing gowns. I was it Casa Amor? They set the villa next door. And we couldn't tell if it was just like a section of Casa Amor that they... I think it was. Mm. I think it was just an angle that we weren't used to seeing. Sure. They're like, and oh, fuck it, they won't decorated know. differently. I would actually be so pissed if a text implied I'm going to a spa because girls have gone for spa days on this show before. Yeah, but they can't this year. It's like, it's like when guess. the boys did dinner. They didn't go out oh, shopping yeah, like they normally true. do. Yeah. They weren't but allowed to go and do on, shit on, this like show that. could rent out a spa and get it yeah, professionally it clean. Come on. Of course it could. It's true. They're at a pool with a bunch of baskets filled with clearly sponsored by Boots <laughs> content. This is the most shameless uh, product placement of the season. Mm. Like, we've got one more episode. Get that sponk on in. Well, do you know shameless what? It's actually, I was thinking this when they all come down in their dresses, you know, at the final prom. You know, you know, I saw it first, that like shit fashion brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They sponsor, right, you guys probably know this. They sponsor a lot of the like parties in the villa and Mm -hmm. the clothes are all from them. Mm -hmm. And then the prom outfits for the past few seasons have been, I saw it first dresses. And they're always like 15 pound dresses. And the girls never look that good. And before the sponsorship, I almost feel like fashion on the show was better because they could just, these people have good style and they uh, would wear their own say, clothes. I have to say, I thought that normally they go a bit more like promy for this. The girls weren't as dressed up as the boys were. They were just wearing a dress they could wear on any of the party nights. Yes, the past few seasons, it's been truly like 10 to 20 pound dresses. I feel like Molly May was in a good gown though, right? Mm, I don't really remember hers, but... See, I'm not a Love Island encyclopedia. I don't remember her finale dress. Well, anyways, everyone works on their declarations of love. And then we see the girls slow-mo walk toward their men in tuxes. I will say all the boys looked very good in tuxes. Yeah. Uh, They pop champagne and cheers to their journeys. And later we hear their declarations of love. And they were were all quite sweet, I thought. Uh, Millie and Liam were up first. I did like that Millie said, she said, you know, when I first met you, I didn't know much about you, except you were Welsh, six foot six, and Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Yes, girl. Your man is hot. Um, Faye reads a little rhyming poem about how her outbursts almost scared him away, but she's grateful he stuck by her. Whenever Faye has to talk about her feelings, I do Mm -hmm. actually go, oh, I think it is really genuine that Faye's very emotionally stunted and oh, it probably that's, has meant a lot to her that teddy has been totally so kind totally to her. is such a calming influence on in her but i in some ways i can forgive some of Faye's behavior because she she is obviously a quite a complex person and like the mm-hmm. way she reacted when her family came in was like all right god it's like she's almost like hysteric hysterically crying you know she she does obviously find it difficult to control her emotions yeah. i mean i can i can empathize with that no i feel like Faye's one of those people who has five people she trusts so much in the world and she will like she will murder someone for those people and everybody else is like she will never trust them they're horrible you know even people she likes she'll probably like keep them at arm's length because she's not uh, particularly trusting and totally 
Tyler and Kaz both give very nice speeches about coming back stronger from Casa Amor, and Tyler says he'll always be hers. I will also say again, like, with with all the pressure the show gives to, like, be boyfriend-girlfriend, say I love you, I do love that Tyler and Kaz just have a really nice rhythm, and it feels like they're not forcing anything for the show, Mm. which is very nice. Chloe and Toby have such, like, a goofy, sweet, moment. Chloe tells Toby she's fallen for him and talks about their goofy sense of humor and their strange journey. Toby's so nervous. This was my favorite Toby line, okay? Toby says, I'm addicted to you. And Chloe goes, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) So sweet! And Toby asks her to be his girlfriend. And Chloe just like screams until Kaz is like, say yes! Has that happened before in the speech that happening? Yeah, I guess like I, first of all, also this whole girlfriend, boyfriend thing, like let's jump ahead. When Laura was talking about being boyfriend, girlfriend with Millie and Liam in their, in their couch sit down, I was like, come on, they've already said I love you. Like, of course they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. It just seems so silly sometimes. Or do you just disagree? Rory looks like he disagrees. No, no, I get it. I I guess like at some point you sort of do that conversation. You're like, hey, are we... Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Well, not in my case. Are we boyfriend, boyfriend? And it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know what I've I mean? I've never like, had that conversation really? with any girl ever. No. I think we have that conversation. I don't think we had a... Mm, mm, I think I was like, am I your girlfriend? You were like, yeah. I, I like, mean, because yeah, that, that is sort of the point where I'm like, okay, I'm not just like falling around with this person. It's like, okay, this is like... Now I can introduce you to my parents. Do you see what I mean? I also feel like on Love Island, they're not in control necessarily of when those moments happen. So maybe you do have to say it out loud like that. Like, you know, the whole parents thing. It's like they don't choose whether or not they get to meet their parents. Their parents come in, you know? Yeah. But but I also think it is different in there because it's not the real world. So I think you sort of do have to ask those questions and be like, right, well, you know, in the real world, this might be the case. But in here, like... I, I think it is different. I, I just think that comes way before um, the confession of love. Yeah. 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 So do I. I think if you reach that point, it's like fair to say your boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, I think on this season two, they weirdly, for the first time, made a distinction between being exclusive and boyfriend-girlfriend, which mm. doesn't really make sense to me because Millie and Liam like, agreed to be exclusive at the Island Vibes Club. Do we remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then... They all do their dancing montage and they jump in the pool one last time. And Faye, Faye dives in head first. Oh, careful. Careful. Uh. I, I, I know a guy who broke a tooth doing that. Mm. <laughs> it was me. Oh, I broke my tooth in Mallorca doing that. Wow, faded. <laughs> and then we find out the order of our final four couples. Should we get into it? Yeah. In fourth place is Kaz and Tyler. I was quite disappointed they got fourth. I, I, I wanted I, them to get third. I expected this, though. I know. I, I mean, voting, like, well, I, they were clearly popular. They got, to the, they got to the final. But there were a few votes on the way to get here that Kaz and Tyler seemed in danger. So mm. I, I, I kind of felt that maybe the general public didn't feel the same way about them as we did. But you know what? Even... Even talking about us, like, I at least was a little skeptical after Casa I think for too long. Yeah. And for a while when they were, like, lagging in IG numbers and it was seeming like people didn't love them, I was like, hmm, is this the same skepticism that I'm feeling because of the, yeah, like, the Casa whirlwind? 
Yeah, but I mean, also, we've obviously we we can't ignore the element that black couples never seem to do as well with the British public, well, which all is a really the producers, dark. All the truth. producers like you know backlight their their photo of like <laughs> vote for this. Yeah, that was if awful. You can see who it is. So yeah, so maybe there is some. Um, shenanigans i guess although i just feel like Kaz has been so popular throughout this whole thing it's so i mean she's still strange is. To me. I, I, I think i think look i kind of think unless it's like a landslide but coming fourth or coming first they're they're so close it's kind of like it's I mean, almost yeah, we'll see the as, breakdown probably at some point yeah and i and things change like chloe and toby weren't that popular and maybe in a, if they if they had another two weeks Kaz and tyler yeah, would be the favorites totally. so I, and, I think you know, it's kind they, of negligible, to be honest, at this point. And like we talked about, they're going at their own pace. They weren't like, I do think like Millie and Liam saying they loved each other probably swayed some people oh, to yeah. vote for them. No, like, for sure. There were, there were like middle-aged mums yeah. in the nation being like, oh, their wedding will be beautiful. I wish I could be there. And yeah, you're right. Kaz and Tyler very clearly weren't doing those things just to try and win. I don't think they didn't seem like they cared about winning, which was no. nice. Yeah, yeah. You know who kind of did seem like they cared about winning? Sorry. Faye and Teddy. Faye seemed, when they got announced as third place, they seemed very, like, quiet and not very responsive during it all. I don't know. Look. I couldn't figure it out if it was because she wanted a better voting or if she was, like, feeling awkward about yeah. everyone talking about I mean, her the, constantly having that. explosions. She knows she's going to be called a crazy woman in, in like, T minus five minutes. <laughs> so she knows that's coming. Also, I think I would feel awkward... Right, when you want to see mag- magnanimous, is that the right word? Sure. I don't know what you're trying to say. Well, I, I'll get to it. If, if you're trying to see <laughs> magnanimous and above it, and like that you're not bothered, that, that's when you think you're overthinking about how should I look now? I don't want to look mm. disappointed. I don't want to look like, like, sport, like a spoiled child that I haven't won. So then you smile, but then you don't... Also, you'll be thinking, all right, I don't want to overcompensate and look like I'm so happy I'm faking. So then it, yeah. there's this... I, I can imagine myself being like... Being the psychologist. How do I, how do I think? Because it's, it's just like, you know you're being watched and you know... I don't know. It's, it's a matter of, I think it's just a matter of like overthinking. Mm. So I don't think she was actually like, what the fuck? I'm only third. I think she was probably surprised to be third. I think she was hurt about Laura Whitmer's joke. What was Laura's joke where she was like, you know, we got tears and screams and drama. And that, and that was all just from Faye or something. She made like, she made like three digs. I know. I felt kind of bad for Faye. Like, yeah, okay. I'm about, we're about to do a season recap. And within it, we're going to talk about how many times Faye explodes. But, you know, we all, like, Faye does have a good heart. And it, yeah, I, I just felt like something was kind of off. But anyways, then we find out our second place is Chloe. And our winners are Millie and Liam. And there we have it. Our Series 7 winners. What a journey, you guys. I I, I expect this, to be honest. Like like I said earlier, um, there were were votes previously. I mean, this was a while ago now, but there were votes that Toby and Chloe didn't do very well in. so I was kind of I wasn't sure if the nation like had their back. So I kind of felt like and especially the fact that Liam and Millie are kind of like the they're the perfect tall, you know, Greek statue couple. I, I kind of think I kind of felt that that is what the mm. the public would go for. I mean, it's interesting because there was a point when things started to happen 
Chloe and Toby were the only drama-free couple, like, post-Casa once they reunited. Mm. And that's when you started seeing all the memes, like, hang on a second, how have Chloe and Toby suddenly become my favourites? I think we were standing before then. We were, yeah. But I also remember there was a change of tone with Millie and Liam in, like, the week before Casa, when people are like, oh, shit, these are, like, my new favourite. They're, like, coming in from the outside... And then it's just been, you know, they've had a good arc. They've mm. had a good trajectory. And you know what? I was rooting for Chloe, but at the end of the day, I have really loved watching Millie and Liam's journey. Yeah, they're just in love, aren't they? They are in love. And I think it's very easy to see. Nothing about it feels fake. No. It's very nice. Yeah. And I really I hope they you. make it. I hope all these couples make it. So do I. Yeah, I, don't, so do I don't know I. if they will, but I hope they will. <laughs> And that's it, you guys. Series seven. What a series. I know. All right, guys, should we do our final news segment? Yes, Yes, dear. This is the news. All right, first up is taking stocks. This week in stocks. Millie finishes the season as our number one player after her incredible post-Casa Amor run. She finishes just shy of 941k. Oh. Oh, so close to a million. But you know what I got to say? Lib ended the season not at a million and had a huge boost after her dramatic exit. And Mm. she now has a million. Yeah. So I do think in the next few days, we might see Millie cross the million mark. We will see. Yeah, easily. Millie entered the season with 5.3K and had an overall growth rate of 17,650%. Super high. Faye is our number two player overall. She entered the season with only 2.8K and has grown 22,000% to 620K. Faye is our player with the highest growth of the season. Congratulations, Faye. Chloe is our number three spot with 601K. She entered the season with 3.5 and has grown just over 17,000%. Teddy, in a surprise run, is our number one boy and number Mm. four overall player with 585K. He entered the season with 4K and has grown 14,500%. Kaz is our number five overall. She entered with 63.7K. She was a very strong player yeah, right off the wow. bat. And she has grown only 791% to 568K. But, you know, that, that's to be expected with such high introductory numbers. Liam is our sixth place player. He entered with 8.2K and has grown 6,000% to 535K. Toby entered the villa with 6.5 and has grown 6,000% to 416K, 416K, landing him the seventh place in the villa. And Tyler entered with 11.1K and has only grown 619% to 79.8K. He finishes in eighth place with surprisingly low numbers for a final contestant. I hope he gets a little boost post, post the final. And now we are going to look at the IG power of each couple. Millie and Liam finished as the first place couple with 1.47 million. Teddy and Faye follow with 1.2 million. Chloe and Toby just crossed the million mark with 1.017 million. Hmm. And Tyler and Kaz hang out at 647K. Hmm. 
And we can see here that it's, you know, it's close to being an indicator, but you're wondering, will their IG counts directly correlate to the winning positions? And they mostly do, except Teddy and Faye and Chloe and Toby are switched. And then one little final note. I want to talk about our lowest growth of this whole season, mm. which now that we have all the final numbers in is Kayla. Kayla had our lowest female growth hey. with only 12%. But you know what? She still beat Salma, who got like two hey. seconds of airtime. You so. just made that up. Yeah, I, 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 I've never heard of either of those people. Brett had the lowest male growth with 32%. Oh, Brett. That's and then fine. one thing is all the numbers I have been doing this season have been the final number has been when they were eliminated from the show. And mm. I'm going to be posting an analysis of everyone's players, current IG number, regardless of when they got dumped on our Instagram on Wednesday. If you don't already follow us on Instagram, that's at love Island pod. We'll be posting a full analysis. Thank you so much. And that's all I got for taking stocks. Rory. I just have a very mini daily fail today. That's fine. It's, we so, love mini. it's so mini, I haven't even prepared it. I'm going to wing it today. So oh, here. look at him. He's a, he's a renegade. Here, he's a working boy. Daily he's got fail. a job now. A working boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Daily fail. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> he's arrogant and vacuous. Love Island's blank ex-girlfriend says he has no backbone and there is no way he will stay with blank <gasps> oh it's i reckon it's liam i reckon it's liam's ex calling out liam i'm gonna say it's shit it must be one of the final guys i mean it's not toby toby's never had a girlfriend it's not toby i'm gonna say it's teddy teddy seems like he has maybe had a lot of girlfriends He's arrogant and vacuous. Love Island's Teddy ex-girlfriend <sighs> says he has no backbone and there is no way he will stay with Faye. Wow. And because he doesn't like fake girls quoting her, his ex. So that's lovely. Um, I mean, fuck that ex. Like, yeah. don't kind of have your moment. Right, I was, <sighs> exactly. And also, like, uh, an ex isn't going to give a ringing endorsement, are they? So no. that's, that, that's kind of unfair, like, to go to a... Like a character, a character witness um, of an ex. Like, it is what, unfair. What was your ex? What was your exes say about you, Rory? Only Do you think they say nice shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready for the next one? Yes. Love Island recoupling ceremony often interrupted by blank says Amy Day again. Gosh, she's getting around, isn't she? Huh? Damn, Amy. Um. Uh, Producers on the loudspeaker. Wait, what gets it? What's the ceremonies? What do the ceremonies get interrupted with? Ceremony gets often gets interrupted by like noisy planes, <laughs> noisy something, noisy birds, birds. birds. crickets, no noisy goats, noisy no goats. Way. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Remember they showed us that goat that one like second of the season. They just showed us a random goat. No. Okay. They Not like a, a cat. <laughs> Okay, ready for the next? This is the last one. So the next one yeah. is the last one. It's very mini today. Are Love Island's blank and blank already over? Um, it must be Mary and Aaron because they just got off. Isn't Mary and Aaron? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, in some interview, she friend zoned him and was like, "Yeah, okay." 
I, I don't know. Right. I said a month. You said two. Now. You said three or vice versa. Therefore, you need hey, to Venmo me 20000 We haven't had... Well, we you know, you owe me we, 50 so you can just pay me, me 30 Excuse me. We haven't had confirmation yet. It might be fake news. Okay, thank right. you. Probably is. Speaking of island breakups, you guys need to go watch Hugo and Amy's uh, After the Sun or whatever oh, it's called interview. After Sun. So awkward. Oh, my God. It was so awkward. Oh, she grills him. She goes in. Did she go in? Yeah, but like oh, kind shit. of to an excessive level. But you know what? I get it because, yeah, that was fucked up at Hugo was with her and then was like, my search for love was tragic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rory, thank you for that daily fail. We've so it's enjoyed it. We've so enjoyed all the daily fails yeah, this have. season. Much more fun than taking stocks. We got to admit. <laughs> and now, guys, I'm going to try and do the fastest season recap I possibly can, which to be to say something like when I was rereading my notes throughout the season, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about all this mm-hmm. stuff. But then as you're watching the episode tonight, they did quite a comprehensive season yeah, recap. So, we, you know, our memories have been refreshed, but I'm going to try and go fast. OK. So let's start with week one. Liberty and Kaz have the coveted role of the first Jeep appearances. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Sharon, Faye, and Shannon all followed, and they're all wearing incredible underboob bikinis. That was the trend. Yes, she was. I said that I was going to not interrupt so much, but I have to just say, let's like play counterfactual. Imagine if Shannon didn't get kicked out when she did. What? Where would we be now? What was she? How long should she have lasted? She, him, I, she, she would have got, got kicked out. I think she would have been very outspoken. I think she would have been a bit more like Faye, but kind of measured, but less like, okay. Faye is a firecracker. She's emotional. I think Shannon would have kind of like calmly thrown shade I think mm. she would have been very, very divisive. So I mean, I think maybe, she, that's, maybe that's why the start of the season was boring. Because, maybe, maybe, yeah. Because um, she, maybe she was put in as that character. I think she would have kind of left halfway through, but made a big impact. Hmm. The girls meet the boys. Lib coupled up with Jake, who was our first boy out, right away. She was the only girl to step forward for him. Then Aaron number one arrived. Kaz and Faye stepped forward, but he chose to couple up with Shannon instead. Very weird move, not coupling up with the person who steps forward for you. Hugo received our first pieing of the season when no girl stepped forward for him. Again, foreshadowing. He chose to couple up with Faye. Uh, Toby was a couple. I know, I know. What a weird couple. Toby was our fourth boy to arrive. No one stepped forward for him. He picked Faye as well. And Hugo was moved to the subs bench. Everyone got, everyone, Faye got picked by everyone. Weird start Mm, to the season. It was weird, yeah. And then, you guys, our favorite Islander entered, Bland Brad. At this point, (laughs) Brad had a huge meteoric rise on Instagram as the nation fell for those big blue eyes. Rory fell for those big blue eyes. Rory's pre-season favorite. (laughs) And Liberty, Faye, and Sharon all stepped forward, and Brad coupled up with Faye. So now the subs bench boys got to go again. Hugo picked Sharon and Toby and Kaz get automatically coupled up. Sharon's pissed to be with Hugo as well. (laughs) Chloe entered the villa at the end of episode one with the first ever Love Island voice note. She has to pick the boys she likes the most after 24 hours. 
Ultimately, she picks Aaron, and Shannon is no. shockingly dumped. And she but never came back. We are sad. Yeah. She wasn't in Casserole Leo was so sure she was coming back. Yeah, I knew she wasn't. But, you know, because Chloe said on the date that she wished she'd picked Toby at that point. That would have meant that Kaz would have gone home then. So, mm, oh, so shit. true. Wow. Great point, Rory. Oh, Shannon was hot though. Maybe I would have sacrificed <laughs> Kaz just so I could have like looked at that bum for a bit. No, I'm pleased we've had Kaz. And then halfway through this week, Chugs and Liam entered. You know, when I think mm. back on Liam, I forget that he was like still there during week one. We thought you he know? was really boring. We did. We also really you shaded didn't. his Sinatra tattoo on his thigh. Emily didn't. Emily well, I thought was he was a, cute, but yeah, cute so, guys are usually boring. Right, so he was cute, but you were like, yeah, but I think he's incredible. And like you were <laughs> totally judging him. Um, like Because he's six foot Yeah, because he was six foot six. Anyways, let's talk about the couple shakeups and drama that week. So Faye and Brad got together right away and they break up in like 48 hours. She because calls him a- Do you guys remember this, the beer yeah. pong drama? Right, we need, so we can, like, beep it. She called him a c- Mm-hmm. Well, Brad in Beer Pong has to pick the girl that he fancies the most to snog. He picks <laughs> Chloe, and he has to snog yep. the girl he fancies the least. It's an Islander. Snog the Islander you fancy the least. And he picks Faye, who he's coupled up with. What a fucking dumb mistake. Yeah. yeah. Faye shouts at him and tells him, you know, you're all right to look at, but your personality stinks. Yeah. Yes, Faye. You're a c- I think that was Faye's first explosion of the series. That was the first explosion of the series. Yes, although that was justified, I think. I want to just say the word so Emily has to bleep it out. Sure. (laughs) Sharon and Aaron got together that week. Chloe and Brad try to connect, but it doesn't go great after she realizes he doesn't ask her any questions. Oh, yeah. This is so good. This is such a great moment of her saying like... Yeah, he doesn't really ask anything about me. We haven't really had a conversation. He just talks to me about Aww. him. Faye, after breaking up with Brad, initially pursues Hugo. Oh my God, what a mistake was that? Faye and Hugo? Oh, Disastrous. Yeah. But ends up crushing on Liam when he enters the villa. And by the end of the week, there was a recoupling. Kaz and Toby, Sharon and Aaron, and Liberty and Jake all stay coupled up. Sharon. Sharon, that's their couple name. Faye picked Liam, leaving Brad in the dust. Chloe picks Hugo, and Brad and Chugs are left single. And we find out a new girl, Rachel, will decide who stays in 24 hours. That was the end of week one. And here's my notable moments from week one, okay? We had Jake recording a video of Toby sucking Kaz's toes. Iconic. We had Sharon getting makeup all over Aaron's face during their first kiss. Remember that? Yeah. And then we just had such a bizarre impression of Liam. We, we were really turned off by his thigh Frank Sinatra tattoo. Do we remember that? <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. See, he would he would like, and now the end yeah. is near. Okay, week two. Couple shakeups and drama. Rachel entered at the start of this week. She had 24 hours to pick between Chugs and Brad. And she picks Brad, sending Chugs home. Oh, I would have liked to see more Chugs. I know. Chugs was only there for two nights. And he did have that good line when he left. He was like, I slept with the two best looking people in here. Because he slept yes. with like Liam and some other boy. I can't remember. This week, we also got fake gate. Hugo got Ooh. eviscerated by Sharon and Faye for his critique of plastic surgery. This was the, well, this was the first ire of Faye that wasn't really justified. Because we all kind of supported her when she called Fad a, uh, called Brad a 
<laughs> but this is the first time we all thought phase out of line here. Although, do you know, I have actually watched that clip back and in hindsight, I, it, it is cringy watching Hugo. He keeps just going like, yeah, not fake, natural. That's it. What, what is it, guys? Not <laughs> fake, natural. That's it. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's awkward. No, I, yeah, it. it definitely. I do think at the time we were maybe a little too harsh on Sharon and Faye. So I give them an apology. It's because we still like Hugo at that point. Yeah, we were still hoping Hugo was going to be normal, but alas. But Fake Gate also caused another consequence, which was that Aaron was turned off by Sharon's yes. overreaction to Fake Gate. He also didn't like that she didn't want kids and liked fancy cars. And yeah. by midweek, Aaron pulls Sharon for a chat and breaks it off. Also during the middle of the week, Millie and Lucinda enter the villa. Geddon. Blonde Geddon, that's what we call this. Every boy is obsessed with Lucinda's eyes. Hugo says like she's made from the gods or something. And they each go on three dinner dates and Millie and Liam right away just have like mm-hmm. such a sexual date. Do we remember Ooh, that? So, yeah, they did. And this means that our winners were neither of them were OGs. Yes. Every other couple had an OG in that could have won, even if it was Liv and Jake. These two weren't. Hats off to them. Although they did come in very early. Yeah, that's just true. Brad lays it on thick with Lucinda and Rachel gets really hurt. Oh, this is the beginning of uh, Victorian Victorian widow Rachel (laughs) staring out to to sea while waiting for her husband to return. Kaz, Kaz and Toby make out and this whole week they're like pretending to be a couple but Kaz can sense something's off Toby's not cuddling her there's just not sparks and then we see Toby and Chloe chat and Toby tells her she intrigues him the most and then the next day Chloe picks Toby as her partner in the line of duty theme challenge you remember that line of booty or whatever mm-hmm. And makes out with him pretty intensely. Kaz gets really upset. She invokes girl code. And by the end of the week... Should have kissed her elbow. Clovey have their first kiss on the balcony while Kaz cries downstairs. (laughs) And this also led to Faye's second screaming across the villa match. Chloe tells a few girls she's going to go for Toby. And do you remember this? Rachel was like, I can't hear this. And gets up and go tells the other girls. And Faye jumps to... Kaz's defense and starts screaming at people. Yeah. So phase second explosion in week (laughs) two. Other notable moments. In a challenge, all the boys said they would couple up with Chloe if they weren't with their current partners. Yes, I do. Jake and Liberty got the first hideaway night of the season. Mm, That's when we thought they were going all the way. We love this moment. The OG girls ask Lucinda if she likes short or tall boys. (laughs) What do we think her answer was? And she broke convention by being the first person ever on Love Island to like short boys. Oh. No, I'm just joking. She likes tall boys. Oh, and then no (laughs) one picked Hugo in the line of duty challenge. Do we remember that? Yes. Yeah, but I get it now. I know. God, you really got a, you beef with Hugo. When <laughs> I, when, it took me a while to warm to Hugo, and you were like, "No, no, he's a nice guy." And now you've like, for the past like isn't, six weeks, you've been going for him, Ross. Isn't isn't Hugo just the definition of ick? Do you know what? When I was looking through the season, I was like, the amount of times that Hugo friend zoned a girl was shocking. It was shocking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then. The last notable moment for this week is that Brad and Hugo bring the girls the 
first balcony coffees of the season. Ooh, and wow. the girls say they taste horrible. Well, they, they <laughs> set a trend, though. So. Yes. All right, on to week three. Teddy entered at the start of the week, and every single girl who went on a date with him is obsessed with him. That's Kaz, Rachel, Sharon, and Faye. Do you know who wasn't yeah. obsessed with him at this point? Who? Me. Yes. Podium. <laughs> <laughs> Hated Teddy because he said the same thing on like every date. But, I mean, but look. looking back at my notes, Teddy said after the date something like, oh my God, Faye's eyes were amazing. I was so taken aback by her. He kind of gushes about Faye mm. and we didn't really pick up on it right away. We but didn't because he was kind of gush. Note. He was kind of gushing about everyone. And, uh, you know, I'm not the only one, even though I kind of held on to it a bit too long. I wasn't the only one who wasn't bowled over by Teddy's first impression. Come on, guys. My first Back note... My, You know what? I like your impression of Teddy Swamey, actually, because my first note about Teddy was Teddy eats pussy. That's the first thing I ever wrote down about Teddy. Right, because cause he's like this, like, male feminist, like, he's confident! Guy. All right, and then we I got our second recoupling. Milliam and Chloe officially couple up for the first time in week three. Brad and Lucinda couple up. Aaron picks Kaz. Hugo picks Sharon. And Teddy has to pick between Faye and Rachel, and he couples up with Faye. Midweek, Brad and Lucinda were voted the least compatible couple in a, in a public vote, and they have to choose who will go. Brad volunteers his tribute and leaves. You know, Brad was only there for like two and a half weeks, but he just felt like such yeah. an important part I of mean, his journey. The earlier you, you are, the more impact you can make with like less time. Totally. Because by the time you get to like the later weeks, the Islanders and us are like, give a fuck. We don't care who you are. <laughs> You're not going to stay around. Like whatever, whatever. But like, yeah, that first impression, you can be there for like five days and you're going to be stuck in people's memories. Yeah. This week, the boys also won a challenge, which gained them a new girl. I did remember we really liked this challenge mm. that they got to win an Islander. Yeah. Mm. AJ was their prize. And oh, later in the AJ. week, we also had problematic Danny enter as well. Oh. And once Lucinda's single, she's encouraged by the other boys to get to know Aaron. Other notable moments from this week. Chloe and Milliam spent their first night together, all out on the day beds, and we heard our first naughty from <laughs> Chloe under the covers. Uh, Toby couldn't say the, didn't know the word romance. Do you remember this? Romance. Romance. <laughs> romance. Brad romance. wears these terrible gladiator shoes on his date with Lucinda. Yep. Oh, and then do we remember Rachel giving? I can't remember who it was to like someone a speech in the makeup room. She's like, "Don't couple up with one guy like I did and focus don't, on." Don't your- make the mistake I made. <laughs> don't do it. Haunted me for years. And then we got the moment that really cemented my first initial disliking of AJ, which was Teddy says he wants to. Well, also Teddy, why would you say you want to travel like this? He says he wants to touch Asia so bad, and AJ <laughs> goes, "You can touch half Asia right. right now." Thank you. Come on, like even though you thought he ate pussy, come on, you got to admit <laughs> wow. at the beginning he was a he was a cringe ball. Come on, don't wasn't make AJ, out under some wasn't arsehole. It, wasn't it AJ that said? Eyes on the prize, boys. Yes, that was every line. <laughs> Eyes on the prize, boys. I mean, look, that wasn't her line. That was a producer line. That's her Instagram No, but no one bio, else says really any... Like. No one else has ever said a line. I don't think that that one time the producer's like... Go in and say eyes. I reckon that was no, just her. Sometimes I think they do, though, because... Okay, we're going to come up or on... Her mani- or later. her management. 
But remember Brad just sitting on the sitting on the chairs with his arms around his head? Like, yeah, that's so a bit different. So awkward. Yeah. He clearly was told to Yes, do because these clips become like the preview for the next episode. And absolutely, they're scripted. Absolutely. Anyways, let's move on to week four. This week started with a recoupling. The newbies got to go first. AJ picks Hugo and Danny picks Lucinda, which leaves Aaron to couple up with Kaz. After this recoupling, Sharon is left single and is dumped from the island. I think she becomes our third OG Islander to get dumped. Uh, do you want to take this opportunity, Liam, for the last time to give us an impression of Sharon before? Well, you know, like I, I thought I was like really compatible with Aaron, but apparently he doesn't <laughs> think so. You know, like I, I'm sorry, I haven't got like blonde hair and like perfect eyes or perfect <laughs> boobs, but uh, you know, I, I I see a future, and if you don't, then fuck you, basically. Do you think Sharon was your favourite impression of the season? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Sharon. That's good. No, thank you, Sharon. Kaz asks Aaron, what are you going to do about Danny stealing Lucinda? He says, I'm going to go for what I want. Later, he tries to kiss Lucinda in front of Danny, and Danny is (laughs) fuming. But Aaron is so cool. He plays a cool as a cucumber, baby. And And by the end of the week, he wins this battle. Yeah. Um, we also got this weird little drama this week with Kaz, Pine, Toby, and Snog, Mary Pie, and mm. Toby gets really upset that Kaz is still mad at him about picking Chloe. This led to our third instance of Faye shouting across the villa. She shouts at Toby about it. Ultimately, they all make up and move on. The public voted on their favorite Islanders, and the Islanders not at risk must choose somebody to dump. AJ and Danny are dumped and pretend that they might date after the show. Uh. <laughs> after this dumping, three new Islanders enter the villa. Georgia, Tyler, and Abigail. Oh, oh God, wait. Tyler came in with Georgia. I thought yeah. Georgia was way later than Tyler. I know. That's exactly what I thought when I saw the like the review. I was like, what? Wow. It's, doesn't it seem like um, Tyler came in like a month before Georgia? Yeah, it really does. It really it, it's does. crazy. That, that would explain why people hadn't fully bought Tyler and Kaz. I mean, mm. even to me, it felt like AJ came in way before Danny, but in reality, it was a few days. Yeah. It's funny how the timeline like gets mixed up in your head. When you go back through the season, you can really look at each week as like very specifically as how the producers do it. When you're watching that much content, it, it doesn't feel that manipulated, <laughs> but you can really see the pattern of, of yeah, how yeah. close things are really. Um, Kaz and Tyler hit it off right away and have a steamy kiss on the balcony. And Georgia is interested in Hugo, but ultimately is friend-zoned. Oh, poor Georgia. (laughs) This is where we noticed some producer must have been, like, banging their head against a wall because they were in charge of finding Hugo a girl. And Georgia (laughs) was specifically picked for him. And then this, we, I totally forgot about this drama, even though I, like, knew it happened, but new girl Abigail is interested in Toby and pursues him pretty aggressively. Mm. Oh, very aggressively. She's doing, "Ah, I can't do a pull-up. How'd you do this? (laughs) But then idiot Toby just, like, goes along with it. Such an idiot. Such an idiot at this point. (laughs) I'm so glad he's grown over this season. Such an idiot. Oh, my God. He didn't didn't even really want to. He just had vibes. Yeah, he didn't want to. He was just like, I've never turned down a girl before, so I must Exactly. He got hypnotized by, like, a girl in a bikini and was like, I, yeah. I just got to do what she says. This is when we got the Chloe, the Chloe line of, it's not a test for me, it's a test for you. And yeah. you failed. Yes. 
I kind of forgot how dramatic this was. Mm, it was, yeah. Near the end of the week, there's a recoupling. Tyler and Kaz officially couple up for the first time. Toby picks Abigail, officially breaking it off with Chloe. And then oh. this is where Hugo picks Chloe and makes that very dramatic speech insulting Toby. This oh, splits this. the house in two and causes yeah. major drama. I love Amazing. it. This is why I'm still Team Hugo, and even though you're not. Because he did this, no, I, man. This was I can incredible. still appreciate this moment, yeah. Like, he stood up against... He separated himself from the boy gang. He knew that this was going to make him unpopular as one of the boys, and he did it anyway, and I really respect him for this. Georgia is dumped from this recoupling. Oh, her and Chugs her. are tied for the lowest amount of time in the villa, both with two nights. At the end of the week, Jake also asks Lib to be his girlfriend and gives her the magnetic bracelet. Other notable moments. Hugo whines to AJ about her picking him because it resulted in Sharon going <laughs> home and he was upset. Okay, they were playing Snog Mary Pie. Danny pies Lucinda first, but then gets like really butthurt later that she didn't choose him to snog. What like, a why misstep. What, what a an misstep. idiot. Danny calls Lucinda a black Lamborghini that can't start. <laughs> Oh, it's, oh, he was just on a fucking rampage this week, wasn't he? Ugh. A random cat wanders around the villa. We still don't know where it came from. We do. We absolutely do. Okay, it Chloe, was a street cat that jumped over the fence. Chloe and Toby spend <laughs> their first night in the hideaway. Do you remember this? Oh, he, yeah. They, they had like cream yeah. and shit. And they were like both in costumes, remember? She yeah. Was like, yeah, yeah. and they both did it like independently. Yes, came down so in like cute. different, yeah. That's when I was first like, oh, are these people meant for each other? Yeah, they are. Yeah. This week, we first heard about the NVQ system. And Millie and Liam also went on a date this week, and he told the boys after that he may be falling in love. Mm, not for long. Week five. Early in the week, Aaron and Lucinda are dumped in a public vote. Hugo tries to go for Chloe, and she friend zones uh, him. Uh, I mean, good for him for trying, though. I do actually think, though, that Hugo secretly had a crush on Chloe the whole time. No, I think he did. I think he did. Yeah, and that was ultimately the problem. That's why he never picked other girls. Yeah. This week was Casa Amor! Oh we met the six new girls, Clarice, Lily, Amy, Kayla, Salma, and Mary, you and made up three of those names, didn't you? <laughs> three, three of those never existed. And the new boys, Dale, Jack, Medi, Hera, oh, Matthew, oh. and Sam. Shut up. P give some respect to Medi. As we remember, the boys were pigs and the girls stayed very loyal until they got the postcard from mm. hell. The postcard showed Liam in bed with Lily, Hugo kissing Amy, Tyler cl kissing Clarice in bed, Teddy kissing Clarice in a challenge. Jake laughing with blonde Kayla. No, it was outside no. the challenge. That was the problem. No, what? Oh, because it was it, it was evening wear. So that, that it was a it was oh, a but it challenge was in, of their okay. own doing. Yes, it was in a challenge of their own doing. You're right. You're right. You're right. And Toby kissing Mary. Ultimately, this makes the girls loosen up and get to know the new boys. And by yeah. the end of the week, they have the big Casa Amor recoupling ceremony. Chloe and Hugo mutually break their couple and bring Dale and Amy into the villa. Abigail remains loyal to Toby, but Toby silly brings move. Mary back. So silly. Toby's ultimately very conflicted about who to pick. He's in a pickle. 
Jake and Lib stay together. There are only a couple that survives Casa Amor. Wow. Kaz picks Matt, ending her couple with Tyler. Tyler enters with Clarice, but is like bitter that she picked somebody else and they fight in front of everybody. Faye couples up with Sam and Teddy walks in alone carrying oh. her stuffed animal. He puts her stuffed animal down on the floor and Faye goes, I've got a picture. We can trade later. Because <laughs> that's where she's from. Uh, Millie sticks with Liam and Liam comes in single and for a brief moment, <sighs> Millie thinks it's a happy ending. But alas, Laura brings out the other Casa Amor girls and Lily yeah, tells everyone she, she connected with Liam. The most dramatic Casa Amor ever. The most dramatic. Yeah. The, the most, my the God. wildest Casa Amor oh, ever. Oh my God. And it, it was X-rated. I mean, in hindsight, it was incredible. At the time, I was like, oh, we can watch I'm going to have to watch this tonight and it's going to be... I know, I I was waiting for this drama, but when it happened, I was like, no, I just want... At the time, we had nothing to believe in because Jake was also like being slimy to the boys so we were annoyed at him. Like, Mm. we had... We had no love story to believe in, yeah. which was very no, hard. Yeah. Other notable moments from this week, Toby and Hugo faced off in the sports challenge when they were like all mad at oh, each other. Yeah. And then you get the iconic shot of Toby doing weights in the mirror. Yes, yes. that's what I was going to say. Chloe packs Hugo condoms for Casa Amor. That's quite cute. <laughs> oh, we also had Chloe trying to subtly drop hints that Dale shouldn't wear chains. Do we remember this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had Hugo and Amy sleeping in bed with her staring up at the ceiling like a hostage. Oh, God. <laughs> Thinking, I've got to get on West End. Got to get on West yes. End. Yeah. And then we also had just never seen Salma or Kayla. Mostly Salma. Especially but, Salma. Especially hell. Salma. Poor Salma. Oh, my God. Plot twist. Imagine Shannon was Salma and like, but we never, we, so like, we never got to see her face. And that was... <laughs> Ridiculous. Let it go, Liam. <laughs> Shannon's gone. Week six. Couple shakeups and drama this week. Millie and Lily start off the week by going on their one-on-one chat, Ooh. which results in Millie ending things with Liam. So essentially this week is uh, Casseramore yeah. come down. Yeah. Faye and Teddy make up after lots of fighting, leaving Sam single. And you know, Sam actually grew on all of us. I felt like yeah. it was kind of sad when Sam left. Yeah. And then two days after Casa Amor, Toby is deciding which girl to pick, and he tells the boys that his head is with Chloe. Yes! <laughs> Toby gives us my favorite quote, I think maybe of the season, which is, When am I not in a pickle? Oh, Toby. Toby. And guys, by the next day, he brings Chloe an iced coffee again in the morning. And by that night, they're semi back together. With Toby out of the picture, Abby and Mary now both go for Dale. Tyler tells Kaz he wants to get to know Clarice and her at the same time, but eventually tells her he's leaning towards Kaz. Kaz tells Clarice this, and lots of drama ensues. At the Spotify summer party, Liam gives a speech in front of everybody about his feelings for Millie. And right after that, there is a recoupling. Kaz stays with Matthew. Clarice begrudgingly picks Tyler. Chloe and Toby officially recouple again. Yes. Millie decides to stay with Liam, ultimately after all that drama. Abby picks Dale, leaving Mary in the dust, and Mary and Sam are forced to couple up. But immediately after the recoupling, Dale and Mary make out, leaving Abby lonely. (laughs) 
Hugo and Amy break up. Boring. Um, after getting jealous watching Tyler and Clarice kiss in a challenge, Kaz tells Tyler that the door is still ajar. It's wide open. We I all know, know it, and so does Matt. And by the end of this week, they ultimately will get back together. The public voted on their favorite couple. Six Islanders are at risk, and the other Islanders must save one per the opposite gender. <laughs> the girls save Tyler, and the boys save Mary, sending home Hugo, Amy, Sam, and Clarice. And this was, I think Hugo was our fourth or fifth OG Islander dumped. I was upset by this because, I mean, they only did it because uh, Kaz wanted to bang Tyler. Yeah, but well, they were like semi-together. Hugo wasn't with anyone. It would have been unfair to get rid of Tyler at that point. Because yeah. But Hugo had had enough chances. This saving of Tyler resulted in one of my favorite, all-time favorite Love Island dumpings, which is Matt saying, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Did you guys see, I posted on on Instagram a while ago, when he, he got home, people had made him balloons that said, we're done. All right, we're done. Oh, really? It was really cute. <laughs> And by the end of the week, we get our movie night pub quiz. Uh We saw Jake saying he didn't want to rip Lib's clothes off and egging the boys on in Casa Amor. And Teddy saying there's lots of sexual attraction between him and Clarice in Casa Amor. And this leads to Faye's biggest blow up of the season. And also leads to Lib having serious doubts for the first time. Okay, other notable moments this week. We're chugging along. Toby makes Chloe a brunch and spells her name out with Melon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he does. Hugo says his search for love had been tragic in front of Amy. Oh, oh Hugo. Perfect. In, in, yeah, in perfect Hugo fashion, the exit was. Yeah. And finally, the movie night showed Liam having a three-way kiss, and the boys ask if Millie knew about it, and he goes, she didn't ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, week seven. We're going to kind of fly through week seven and eight because they're so fresh yeah. in our memory, you know? Um, Kaz and Tyler and Millie and Liam cement their relationships post Casa Amor with their first kisses. The Islanders spend the day at the Island Vibes Club and Abby and Dale are dumped there. Oh, but Jake is in the bottom. So I know, it's the Jake first, and Kaz. Mm, so and it's Kaz, the first yeah. time. So it's the first time Jake realizes that he's not beloved on the outside as he is inside. Two new Islanders entered, Aaron number two and Priya. They both had dinner dates. Era number two and Mary couple up pretty quick. Priya first goes to Matt, but eventually will couple up with new boy Brett, which dumps Matt from the villa. Faye gives a genuine apology to Teddy and they make up. Tyler asks Kaz to be exclusive with his love actually themed towels. Oh, we love that, didn't we, Rose? <laughs> and they have that in the lad's pod. a night in the hideaway. And then Jake and Lib have this Another round of conflict where Lib feels like something's wrong. Jake just keeps telling her that she's his girlfriend. You're my girlfriend. And the week ends with Jake saying he loves her on the balcony. Wow. It does. He like, he like sputters it out in in the, oh, it's like a dying declaration. Notable moments from this week. Jake Jake wore the worst outfit of the season. Remember his white brimmed hat and open button up. Still we, not as bad as we roasted him for that. And like any of Brett's outfits. Yeah, okay, that's sure. true. That is true. Aaron number two tells Chloe she's past her prime at their dinner date. And then we saw our first real thrusting under the covers this week. And this week we officially confirmed that sex is happening all around. Priya <laughs> performs a graduation ceremony for the girls. 
Sex is all around. And my favorite moment from the week was Aaron makes Mary a horrible breakfast with fuzzy carrots stuck in hummus and candy. She says it's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for her. How sad. (laughs) All right. That's what what Millie said. (laughs) Now the final week. We get the fallout within the villa after everyone distrusts Jake's I love you. Jake storms out of the villa shirtless and Toby tries to be a good friend. Yeah, the girls almost unionize against Jake. Yeah. Have you group- seen the meme of uh, of Toby standing at the front door looking out to see where Jake is, but people have just cropped it and it, the caption is like, uh, my mum says I'm not allowed to play out today. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Um, at a group dinner date, Priya tells the girls that Brett is boring her Literally oh. seconds before they all have to vote on the two least Idiot. compatible couples. Most couples vote for Brett and Priya, but Jake and Lib, Millie and Liam, and Kaz and Tyler vote for Faye and Teddy, mm. which will cause the major drama this week when Faye puts it all together and goes off. After the dates, Brett tells the boys he's having a great time. They break it to him that Priya has been telling everyone she has the ick. Ultimately, they are dumped in a public vote shortly after this. Mary and Aaron also try and get into the we're super compatible drama, but they're also dumped in a public vote by the end of the week. (laughs) And then we got our first final dates. Teddy and Faye became official in a pool of rose petals. Kaz and Tyler have a fairy tale date where they agree to take it at their own pace. And Millie and Liam say they love each other. Of course, the big drama from this week was Lib ending things with Jake because she just felt like he had the ick and wasn't being genuine. They go on their dream yacht date, but decide to leave the villa. I think in one of our most heartbreaking exits of all time. Yes, and most dramatic, like, final week ever. Mm -hmm. Really was. Other notable moments from this week, we had Priya hating Brett for liking Brie. Um, Aaron and Mary trying to get on the least compatible vote. I love this quote. You're telling me you looked around this villa and thought other connections were stronger than ours? You must be blind. No one gives a fuck. And then we had one of my favorite moments from the entire season, which was Millie playing the piano at the Love Island show. My my favorite meme of the season. We had our most lackadaisical group of Love Island parents ever in the Baby Challenge. And we met the top four people's families. Aww. And that's my season recap. I'm sorry, I just talked. Niles, excellent. Nice. Really good. Very, 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 good. very concise. Very you got good. you hit all the most important points. This one was so funny. This season was so funny because it just feels like people were coupled up with such chaotic picks at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> it I, feels I, so I, funny to remember that, like, Faye and Hugo were trying it. Faye and Brad, like what? And I feel like there might have been more recouplings of couples than ever before. Think how many boys like Mary had. Yeah. Loads of them had like three or four partners, and that doesn't normally happen to that extent. I think ultimately the arc of this season has been better than any other season. Totally. How, how we've never seen the um, the sort of OG favourites. Peter out Crumble. right at the end, yeah, yeah. only for the other couples who have broken up and come full circle to end in the final. It's like you couldn't have written this better. You, no. uh, the producers must be so happy of the way it turned out because mm. the full arc was incredible, and it was like yeah. it was literally as if like yeah, you wrote this shit. And we had lots of like flawed people in the finale, but I felt like we all got a good sense of who everyone was. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. Yes, totally. 
And I think all four couples have a lot of strengths in their own right. It was a beautiful finale. I was kind of touched. You guys, should we get into our Across the Pod Awards? Yes. I, I took this very seriously, so yeah, let's do it. And now, we proudly present the 2021 Across the Pod Awards. All right, Biggest Impact in the Shortest Time Award. Mm, okay. Who wants to start? I'll start. Um, I think Priya. Wow. Mm. Priya did a lot. She was only there in, in a few days, and... Even though she turned me off because she was kind of smug and kind of like, well, kind of pied Brett in like for no good reason apart from that he didn't like cheese. Um, but in the short space of time, she did the, you know, she kind of ingratiated herself with the girls and did the graduation ceremony. She had a mini relationship with Matt, pied him, had a mini relationship with Brett, pied him and then got kicked out. And that's quite a lot to do in the, in the short space of time. I like that answer. Rory? I'm going to say Shannon. Oh, yeah. Shannon, she she was the OG, so she she had all the, like, debut photos when the season was announced, and she had all the write-ups, and she's still, for for having zero... You've got a tougher time at that point than the bombshells, because no one knows anyone at that point. The season is so new. We didn't know her at all. Yeah, she's kind of still in the papers. So, Shannon. Yeah, you know, she was, she just seemed so perfect for the show. And it did feel like so shocking when she got dumped. Yeah. It was mem- it was a memorable exit. My answer for this one is Chugs. He didn't really mm. do anything to like win that award. I just, he kind of warmed me. We all thought Chugs was kind of a Tory <laughs> rich boy. I, d- I don't first. mind him though. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind Yeah, and he warmed on me. He seemed really nice. And I will remember Chugs fondly. He's so not Tory we... in the same way as Priya was. No. no. Next up, I think we're going to be unanimous. Saddest exit. Oh, yeah, we are all on the same page as this. Definitely Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I was going to say. Yeah, I think we can all say at the same time who was the saddest exit. It was one, two, three. Liberty. Liberty. This was very sad. I think this might have been the saddest of all time for me. Yeah, Yeah. so me too, yeah. Other sad ones? Oh, Okay, I've got another sad one. Sorry to interrupt. Um, Aaron was sad for me. Aaron number one, that was Aaron that. number one, because Hugo, it was just after Hugo like stood up against Toby and therefore the rest of the boys. And Aaron was his closest confidant. And then uh, the worst time, that's when Aaron get, gets kicked out and Hugo's like, bro, what am I going to do without you? And I, I, I felt really sad yeah. at that point. All right, the next award we're going to be giving out is Thickest Islander of the Season. Now, we just want to clarify... This award is given lovingly. We love all we love all these islanders. And just because we've said that, it definitely means it's true. <laughs> um, Rory, who do you pick for this one? I mean, I just feel bad about this because I I just went with Lucinda. <laughs> do you know, I was debating between Lucinda and Brad, but ultimately I decided to pick Brad. Oh, I mean, I've gone for Toby. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, look, I, Toby's given. I think it's because he's like. He's so pure and innocent mm. that in, in in some ways he, he's almost like a teenage boy. Do you know what I mean? That he yeah. there are things about the world he doesn't understand. Sure. And yeah. that you know, like he had to 
be taught by a girl that's like, no, this is what you do if you're with a girl. And he's like, oh, shit, I've never thought yeah. of it like that before. Mm. It, I, honestly, I, it was kind of like him going to summer camp and like yeah, coming was, back from yeah. sun, summer camp, like learning. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Toby. But again, with love. Next up, we're giving the award for cringiest Islander. I've Liam, why don't you start mine. this one out? I've got mine. Well, it's not easy for me to say this, but uh, <laughs> some people call me cringy. I don't, I don't agree. I just, I just don't like being taken for a fool. It's Rachel. That's who I put too. It's Rachel I, staring I, out I, of the lighthouse. Come on, there is. There was one easy answer for this, and it's fucking Hugo. Everything he did was cringy. Oh, I can't believe what a hater you are. <laughs> I mean, like, look on Twitter. Uh, Twitter, Twitter's with me. No, you've been you've been influenced by Twitter. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Hugo, no, Hugo had a lot of cringy moments. I'll give you, but he also had no. fun moments. He contributed. No. Rachel gave nothing but cringe. The, like the cringiest nothing. moment of this season was. Ah, yeah, I'm going to lean back, kiss my girl, job done. I'm going to smoke a fat cigar. That was pretty bad. I see both sides. I didn't even think of Hugo. Everything Hugo did with cringe. Rachel seemed so obvious to me that I didn't even think of Hugo. I didn't even think of Hugo. Rachel made my toes curl. (laughs) Everything she did was like, I can't get involved in this. Even though she said it as if like they were plotting someone's murder. It's like, get a fucking grip, Rachel. Next up, we have most likely to become a millionaire. Boys, what'd you put? Millie. Millie, the clues in the title. Millionaire. And you know what? Speaking of wealth, uh, I do want to give Liam some credit. Last part, we really argued about whether or not Liam was already rich. And Pod Liam made a great point that Liam is a bricklayer. So And? There's a hell of a lot of money in building. No, I'm not saying he doesn't make a lot of money, but I think rich kids yeah, probably he's not don't a rich, become... Yeah, he's not a rich kid. Rich kids don't become bricklayers, Rory. Stop but it. You're, who's, who's stereotyping now? I am, because cause we're, we are making assumptions based on what we have in front of us. All right, speaking of stereotypes, next up, most likely to go to prison... Uh, Danny. 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 (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to really talk about that one. All right, next up, most forgettable Islander. What'd you guys say? Salma, next. This is a four-way tie for me. Four-way? Yeah. Salma, bless her. Kyla, if that was her name. Mehdi. And there was one other Scottish guy. No, I was going to say Jack or Harry. No, okay, so one of them, the blonde guy, was that Jack? I don't don't remember remember Meddy, I don't remember Jack or Harry. Okay, one of them, the the race car driver, I'm not going to say him because he actually made an effort. The other Uh, Scottish guy, I don't think I ever heard talk. And I never heard Meddy talk. So, but it's it's the four of them. They kind of all got the same amount of like airtime. You know and, like, I don't think Salma counts for me personally because it was so memorable for me how much they didn't show Salma. <laughs> like, I will always remember that. That I gave mine a split vote to Jack and Harry because I truly don't remember anything about them. I'm sorry. At least I remember that Maddie was an American football player from Belgium. Yeah, no, he at least I, had a spicy story. Kayla was a DJ. But no, spicy no, no, no. Story. but Jack or Harry, the blonde guy, he came in and actually tried to make an effort. He was kind of chatty, kind of flirty, and he was a race car driver. So I remember that about him. 
I think that was Jack. That's Fine. What I'm say. Then Harry's the Scottish one. I don't know anything about the Scottish guy. Yeah. He wasn't Dale. Next up, we have Gone Too Soon. Uh, Liam, oh, who'd you give for this so one? so easy. Sexy Shannon. That is really good. I don't know why I didn't do her. I did Nutty. I just felt like... He deserved more of a run. Why? My follow-up was Georgia. Why didn't Medi deserve more than Jack or Harry? He just seemed really nice. <laughs> yeah. I just liked that he was an American football player from Belgium and he was really sexy. I felt like I wanted to know more about Medi. Um, I'm going to say uh, Aaron. And I feel like I owe Aaron an apology because I I wasn't that into Aaron. Yes. But actually, I can, in hindsight, mm. I can see the error of my ways. All right, next up, hottest Islander. Who's your guys' pick? Brad. Still? You still yeah. choose Brad? I think Brad is objectively the hottest. All right. Um, I think Shannon is most my type, and I'm going to sound like a creepy, objectifying boy, but she has an incredible ass. But <laughs> saying that, now I've got to know Millie, I would, I, I would want to be like Millie's boyfriend more than anyone else. Mm. I don't think that was the question, but that's fine. I'm going to say Shannon. I thought she was the hottest. Um, next up, most misunderstood Islander. Faye. Hmm. Why so? Because I, I think it's easy to read someone if they're shouting in your face, but actually I think we have really seen different sides to her, specifically when it came to helping Lib. She's done quite a lot of crying this week, and I think she, like, has, like, I think she, like, fully trusts Teddy, and she just needed that to... Mm. show us her softer side so i'm gonna pick teddy uh because i <laughs> i me and teddy went on a journey together and i've actually learned to he's kind of taught me to uh not stick to my first impression so much because the first impression like it can it can sort of um it can muddy the way you look at things after that and uh yeah I, i'm teddy like, I, I still maintain that I, I don't I didn't like his first impression I thought he was kind of like trying too hard when he came in it came across as like sleazy but um I think he's proved himself not to be a sleaze since then and I'm sorry Teddy I misunderstood you so yeah consider the olive branch extended I think we could also call this award the across the pod apology award <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna give mine to Tyler I feel like I just was rooting for him and Kaz so bad at the start that one. I've said this five million times. I apologize for giving him so much shit. I think he's a really nice guy. Also, but collectively, we all kind of misunderstood. We all misjudged Chloe. We mm, were, I don't think I did. We did. I think, I think, no, it was, did. I think it was we two were, episodes in and I was like, actually, I really like her. No, no, no. We changed our mind quick, but... The first impression of her, we were all kind of unanimously like, ugh, not a fan of her. Oh, that's not our fault, though. That's the villain edit. And that's that voice note. To be honest, that's I her voice. voice. It's her voice. We all judged her for her voice right away. <laughs> um, next up, Class Clown. I have a feeling we're all going to give the same one for this. Chloe. Oh, I was going to say Toby. but I said Liam. Mm, Liam? Okay. Why? I think I think uh, Liam in I think the Islanders think Liam is like a practical joker and I think he's like singing a lot I think he's pranking a lot. Oh, I, just, I like little I bits he like He jumped out of the the curtain. Yeah, do, I think he does things like that quite a lot. Yeah, hmm. I always just feel like Chloe is the most likely to um, interject with comedy. Hmm. 
But most of the time, it's accidental. I, I mean, I think it's accidental with Toby because Toby is just sort of like says things that happen to be funny. Where I think Chloe does actually have comic timing and is like comedically centric. All right, you guys, should we move on to our next one? Yeah. This one is best friendship. I also think we might all have the same answer. I think for we this. do. Obviously, Liberty and Cass. Cass. They were so sweet. They hit it off right away. They were the very they were the first, very first people out. My runner up for this is Brad and Chugs, because we now know they're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to best dramatic moment of the season. I'm excited to see what you guys say for this. Rory, what did you say? I'm going to have to go for movie night, specifically the epic five hour montage they showed of Jake talking shit. And it was a, a real glass shattering moment for me where I just sat there like, yes! <laughs> I also said the movie night. Liam, what did you say? I, I'm going to say uh, the Hugo call out. That was a close second. Because for it me. was the first big well, one. You mean I think. Hugo calling out Toby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was the first big one. I think up to this point, we were all kind of talking about how it's a bit dull. Then this happened. And I was so proud of Hugo. And it was just, you never see things like that. You never see yeah. intergender conflict in Love True. Island. You kind of just don't. Um, and I, I just thought, like, he changed the game. And I thought it was incredibly dramatic. I mm. love that moment. It was a close runner up for me. Yeah. Let's do couple most likely to make babies. Milliam. I put Milliam too. Milliam, for a, not for a while. Not for a He's while. He's only 22. He's not old enough to have kids yet. But yeah, I think Milliam. Okay, and then we have a couple most likely to get married on Good Morning Britain, a la Justin <laughs> Dom. Who would you guys put? Uh, definitely Cloby. I said oh, Cloby, yeah. Definitely. Wow. I put Mary and Aaron for this one, but now <laughs> we know they're potentially broken up. So I, I just think Cloby, like... Okay, so Millian, they're like they're the they're the hot professional couple. Clove yes. is the fun couple that's going to have the reality TV show. Exactly. So I think they're way more likely to be like, "Hey, should we get married on Good Morning Britain?" Yeah, fuck it. I th I think by far they're yeah, the most I'm, likely to. I'm with you. Yeah. All right, you guys, and then I think we got to do across the pods winners. Who was our favorite couple? I think we're all going to agree this on this so one easy. too. So easy. So it's easy. Chloe. It's Chloe. Chloe. We're obsessed with them. I honestly, it's been a while since I've been had this weird obsession with a couple like I have it with them. I know. I know. I'm so I I can't wait to see all their like outside of the game content. I hope they stay together yeah, for a while. Me too. If they break up next week, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> and that was it for the awards. I think we just have to do our final segments, which is gonna be top lad and best bird of the season are we ready yeah let's do our final top lad top lad oh yeah bloody lovely mate bloody lovely rory i i, I don't need an explanation because i think there have been probably six of these or seven of these that have been my nomination <laughs> for top lad and all of those reasons combined, thank you to this absolute goat for all the memes and all the memes. Yes. It is our boy, Tobes. Yes, Tobes. Tobes was also my top lad. I yeah, couldn't have said it better. Exactly. I, I think Tobes is, we literally saw him become like a boy into a young man. 
totally. Um, I made the joke earlier of like he went to summer camp and but honestly, you know, you used to go to summer camp, Emily. I'm sure there were some summers that you came back from summer camp and you probably went through some like um adolescent change and then you came back and your parents were like wow you seem so much more grown up than when you i mean i went to summer camp for like two weeks but oh i sure. thought they were like six weeks <laughs> no anyway like toby's actually done that he went in never being in a relationship not knowing like how to n- navigate like relationships and like monogamism and he's done it and he's essentially in love with this girl and he and he somehow won. managed to make all these mistakes while us uh, still loving him and understanding his fuck ups. And he and learned from him. his mistakes. Yes, he and did. he's actively and, like. And it's you know it it's the mark of a good character um, redeemability and the fact that yes. all three of us couldn't help but see his you know yeah his innocence Aww, through the mistakes. Well, plus plus his mistakes. We never took it for like. Uh, him being discompassionate or arrogant, we kind of took it for a boy in a, you know, a, a child in a candy store, yeah. and he didn't really yeah. know what to do with it. We never really took it for a, a player or a boy being like, oh, whatever, you know. Which I'm- is funny because his initial package, his initial intro package, was like, I'm a player. Yeah. Ah, Tobes. All right, should we do our best bird of the season? Yes. Who runs the world? Girls. It's definitely my type on paper. Hashtag girl code. Yas queen. Best bird. Liam, why don't you start this one? Okay, I mean, I mean, I do think it's Chloe, obviously, but it, she's very closely followed by Millie. I had it switched. I I decided that Millie is my best bird, and and Chloe is uh, so close, but she's my runner-up. I can't believe you're betraying Chloe like this. <laughs> Chloe, Chloe has forged her own la- own lane from day dot. She like she was. I remember commenting that she was like she wasn't cliquey with anyone. She just she wasn't necessarily like super girly, and she's just her chaotic self. And time and time again, she has delivered us the most memorable lines ever. And Again, she is as much of a goat as Toby is, and together they will have lots of kids. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm good still going to give it to Millie. I just felt like she had an incredible journey this season. She suffered kind of an embarrassing moment of having your man stray, and she had the strength to follow her heart. Like, I know if I was and in a situation... Did do well. Yeah, she did do well. And, you know, ultimately, I just think Lib and her were like the only people I never had a beef with. Yeah, I don't think Millie kind of made a single misstep in there. No, I don't think so either. I don't think she did. I don't think there was a single comment that I sort of vehemently disagreed with. She always just came off as so sweet and like there for genuine reasons. And especially even, even like when she voted for Faye and Teddy and Faye was upset, like, she was always just so concerned about other people's emotions, which doesn't make for great reality TV, but she she somehow still was a was a great part of the villa. Yeah. I'm proud of her and Liam. Ultimately I wanted Chloe to win, but I'm happy for them. Absolutely. And you guys, I think that's it. Oh man. series seven, the series seven of Love Island. Oh I've had so sad. much fun doing this. Me too. I know. You know, I've learned so much. 
I'm kind of excited <laughs> for a break, but yeah. I've been really grateful to anyone, everyone who listens. I've been very grateful for yeah. you too. Oh, we're grateful to you. Aww. Yes, thank you very much for keep steering this ship. Yes, you, store it, you steered it very, very well. We did do that thing where we made our hobby into like work, which is never fun. But well, I still loved it. But I, I still loved it. I still it. loved watching the episode every night. Occasionally I was like, oh, where's my notebook? I'm going to have to take notes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I still loved it. I still loved doing the podcast. I loved every message we got from our listeners, every review we've got, every like we got. Some of you might have been bots, but we appreciate you too. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so I'm, I'm sure we want to do this again, uh, be it winter season or not. I, think, I feel like they're not going to have a winter season. Laura was like, we'll be back in a year or yeah. something. So I think, I, I but think they built that whole villa in South Africa to not use it again. I think we're, we're absolutely going to do this again. So if any of you guys want to write to us and say, yeah, do it again, or you know, give us an idea of where you guys are. What do you, th- what do you think, Emily? Yeah, I think that's a good statement. But um, yeah. It's and very bittersweet. It's very bittersweet. Mm, We've had such is. a great time, and we hope you've all had such a great time yeah. too, because we've really enjoyed doing it, and I hope that comes across. And again, you know, I've said this before, but I started this pod because... When I came back from the ship and I was watching Love Island with all these British people, at that time, no one in America watched it. And all I wanted was to, like, gab about it with people. And, you know, the other week I got a message from someone that was like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I am in the U.S., I'm from the U.K., and I never get to talk about it with anyone Aww. anymore. And listening to you guys really makes me feel like oh, I have friends so with me. And, and that really warmed my heart. Yeah, I hope that, that person's nice. listening right now because that, <laughs> that was like my my dream for the pod. So I feel like yeah. we, oh, ach- we achieved that. Aww. Oh, So sweet. So until next year. Until next year. Unless Love Island gets cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll start another podcast. Actually, TV has like 10 million Love Island wannabes on right now, so we'll just do one uh, of their wannabes. I'm not sure. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm yeah. Not sure. Nah. All right, Rory, All right. we love you. Get to bed. Love you both. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks, ultimately, the Islanders for giving us all this fodder. Yeah. Yes, the, and you know what? Summer. If you've been holding out on following us, just go do it because we will continue to keep posting updates about what's going on with the Islanders, and you can you can keep up and on when when they break up. No, they, <laughs> they don't break, break up. up. No, or no. future island babies or future Happily island weddings. ever after. Okay. Yes. That's yes. It. We have gotten many island weddings and villa uh, and babies before, so it's possible. Okay. So, All right. on that final note, until next year, peace bye out. Bye, Islanders. Bye. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, Gil. Thanks for listening to Across the Pod. We upload new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday, so make sure you're subscribed to follow along with us on this hot, hot summer of love. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Love Island Pod for those memes and juicy goss. Again, that's at Love Island Pod. Send us a message at I've got a text at acrossthepod.co.uk. Again, that's I've got a text at acrossthepod.co.uk. If you're enjoying Across the Pod, please leave us a review. We would be absolutely geeked. See you next time, babes.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.